and peace be yours this day from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We also believe and therefore speak. Now when I hear those words that Paul wrote, I think about sharing our faith. Now mostly I think about how difficult that can be, all the barriers that you and I face whenever we might try to share our faith. Now maybe when you try to share your faith with your family and friends, they just kind of tune you out and they don't remember any of the words that you said, they don't remember anything that you shared. Then again, maybe they actually shut you down. They say, I really don't have time to talk about that right now. Or they say, you know, I, I just don't care. Or they say, would you stop always talking about Jesus all the time? Then again, maybe the consequences that you face are more severe. When my mom first became a Christian, when she first experienced the work of that spirit of faith in her life, she went to find her sister and to tell her that she had become a Christian, how that had happened, what that meant. She shared her faith with her sister. And in the midst of all of her excitement about the work that Christ had done in her life, her sister looked at her and said, well, that's great for you, but if you ever try to convert me, I'm never talking to you again. And so, any time that there's any conversation that even comes close to talking about faith, my mom always has to be careful and avoid anything that even sounds like an attempt to convert. Now, maybe you don't face any of these consequences because, well, frankly, sharing your faith is not something that you do on a regular basis. Maybe it's because you're afraid of one of these consequences, being tuned out or shut down or cut off. Maybe you don't feel that you have the right words and you don't want to look or sound foolish. Or maybe there's any number of other possible things that you're afraid of, whether it's being a social outcast or being viewed as that Jesus freak. Or maybe you don't share your faith because you're not entirely sure that you really believe it. And so you sit there and you think, who am I to tell them what to believe when I'm not really sure what I believe? And all these fears and these doubts and these consequences form barriers anytime you or I try to share our faith. And Paul, in our text today, writes about some of these consequences. He writes about wasting away he writes about being afflicted, and he writes to the Corinthians about everything that they can see and touch and grasp. But before he writes about any of that, he writes, we also believe and therefore speak. Now, it's not as if Paul is unaware of the potential consequences to sharing his faith. He had been one of the people who had persecuted the church back before his conversion, and then after his conversion, he was rejected by his own people, being kicked out of almost every synagogue that he ever preached in. And then when he spoke with the wise philosophers of the day, they ridiculed him and laughed him out of town. And almost every place that he went, he was dragged before the leaders 
beaten or imprisoned, and left for dead or kicked out of town. And the Corinthians know all this. Paul had been in their town, and when he was there, he was kicked out of the synagogue. He was dragged before the leaders of the town and asked never to come back. And the Corinthian church had even rejected Paul. That's one of the reasons that he wrote this letter that we read tonight. He was defending his ministry to them. He was trying to continue to preach the gospel to people who had already rejected him. And it's not as if Paul thinks he's the only one who suffers consequences. He had been in Corinth. He knew what they would face. He had faced it. He knew that just for holding the faith that they claimed, they could lose their wealth, their family, their friends, and maybe even their lives. And in the face of all that, it must have seemed easier to just stay quiet, to live out their lives in peace and security, to believe without speaking. But Paul reminds them that the life of a Christian is the life of one who believes and speaks. In the midst of trials, they speak. In the midst of their persecutions and afflictions, they speak. In the midst of losing everything that they can see and touch and grasp, they speak. And the Corinthians know all this, but like you and I, all the consequences and fears and doubts formed barriers whenever they would try to share their faith. But Paul doesn't just tell them to speak and then give them a list of reasons why they're never going to be able to accomplish that. No, immediately after he tells them to speak, he tells them why they will be able to speak. He lifts up their heads and he points them forward to a future where, just as God raised Christ from the dead, they also will be raised. And Paul spends a lot of time writing about this resurrection. He tells them that whenever this life takes things away from them, God has an eternal glory prepared for them. He tells them that whenever the things of this life that seem so important start to melt and fade away, God has prepared for them the unseen and eternal things. Paul reminds them that they have an eternal house waiting for them that far outweighs the earthly tent that they're dwelling in now. But Paul doesn't just tell them, wait for the future and it'll all get better, but you have to just tough it out right now. No, he also tells them the beginnings of God keeping his promises. He tells them that they are renewed by the same spirit of faith that he himself has. He tells them that it is that spirit of faith, that spirit which gave them the life that is to come, that allows them to speak. And whenever they don't have the words, that spirit of faith will well up in them and give them the words to speak that faith. And so they can have hope, hope for the future, and also hope for today, that they are daily being renewed and refreshed by the Spirit and able to speak. And so it is with us. 
we too are renewed by that same spirit of faith that Paul had. That same spirit of faith that the Corinthians had. And so whenever trials or difficulties, our consequences or fears may come, we know that we too have that resurrection to look forward to when everything that this life might take away will be restored to us a hundredfold. And we know that this is not just a promise for the future, but we know that we are daily renewed and refreshed. We know that Christ will send us his spirit to give us the courage that we don't have and the words to speak about what we do not fully understand. And so when ridicule or questions may come, the Holy Spirit gives us the response and the answers to give to people. And so that spirit wells up in us so that we cannot help but speak about what we believe. Okay, so that's all well and good, but what does this actually look like? What does a life that is so filled with the spirit look like that we cannot help but speak? I told you earlier about my mom and how she always has to be careful whenever she's talking to her sister. But that's not the entire story. You see, who she is in Christ, who the Spirit has made her to be, is so much a part of who she is that whenever she talks about anything important to her, whether her beliefs or her actions or her opinions, she cannot help but talk about Christ because Christ is the one who formed and is the foundation of those beliefs and actions and opinions. And so she might have to offer the disclaimer, I'm going to have to talk about religion if we want to keep talking about this. But still, Christ is present. As my mom believes, so also she speaks. And so you and I, we can have hope. We can have hope that we will be renewed and refreshed and restored. We can have hope that the Spirit will well up in us and give us the words and the courage to speak. We can have hope because we believe. And we believe by that same spirit of faith that Paul had, by that same spirit of faith that was promised to the Corinthians, that same spirit of faith that comes to us today. And as we believe, so also we speak. Amen. Please rise as we continue on with our service.